to turn our Bibles over to, let's see if I didn't lose it, 1 Kings chapter 19, and we're going to read there. This is one of my favorite passages of scripture, and uh, we're going to look briefly at this today, and then we will have our communion service. I just want us to know that the God that Elijah and all these older prophets served is still the same God today. And I believe that the miraculous works of the Lord that they saw will be more evident as we near the coming of the Lord. Amen. And I believe that that soon. I believe Jesus is coming back soon. And we can look around as we say so often and we can see signs of his coming. Amen. I'm so glad that he came as a baby for the sins of the world. Amen. But let's read here uh, chapter 19 of 1 Kings, and we'll read a few verses here. Then we'll have uh, Brother Richie come up, and we will go into our communion. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, so let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not my life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, came and sat down under a juniper tree. He requested for himself that he might die. And he said, It's enough now, Lord. Oh, take away my life, for I'm not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink, and he laid himself down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights into Horeb, the mount of God. And he came thither into a cave, and he lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou, Elijah? And he said, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I, only am left. And they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon Mount, the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by in a great and strong wind, rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. And the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and set out and went out, stood in the entering in of the cave, and behold, there came a voice from him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And again he said, Well, I've been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, and uh, because the children of Israel have forsaken the covenant, thrown it down, and, you know, I'm the only one left, and they're trying to take my life. 
And then the Lord gave him instructions as to what he was to do. But what I wanted to look at here today is he became really weary after the great Mount Carmel showdown when the Lord just uh, consumed all the burnt offerings and the fire, with the fire, all the water. And he was still really, really discouraged because he had been threatened by Jezebel, a woman, and he was running for his life. But, you know, after he went a while, some of us feel like, hey, that day's journey sure has been long. And I really am tired, and I really am weary, and I just wonder how much longer this is going to continue. I wonder how much longer I can go on. Uh, Well, I can imagine that must be how Elijah felt whenever the Bible says that that he, he fell down under a juniper tree and he went to sleep. He went to sleep. And, the, and he said, Lord, just let me die. He said, I, I can't take it any longer, in other words. you know. But then the Bible says that the Lord sent an angel. He sent an angel to him, and he touched him, and he woke him up. You know, I feel in my spirit today that the Lord is sending his angels to touch us, to heal us, to strengthen us, to help us, and give us courage that we can go on. But the Bible says that the angel touched him and he said, rise and eat. Oh, but the Lord is feeding us today. We need to eat and we need to eat the whole roll. We need to eat what thus saith the word of the Lord because as we've heard over and over again, it's the word that's going to keep us. It's not how high you shout. It's not how long you can run, but it's the word of God that we have inside of us that gives us life. Hold on to that word, folks. And the angel came and touched him. I don't know if you've ever had or felt a touch from an angel before. I'm not sure that I could say I actually felt the touch. But the Lord has sent angels to my aid when it felt like I had no more strength in me. I had nothing inside of me that could carry me on. Oh, but God in his mercy, God in his love knew exactly what it would take. We serve a supernatural God, folks. And we serve a God that cares about us. He wants to minister to us. And oh, I tell you what, the angels of the Lord are still hearkening to the voice of the Lord, even that comes from our lips. But the Lord, amen, has stationed angels around his people, amen, to touch us and to give us strength. Hallelujah. I know those of you that were at Brother Milton's homegoing heard the story, not a story, actually happened how the angel of the Lord fed him. The angel of the Lord actually fed him because he liked bologna sandwiches. And he had been fasting, I understand. And he was along with the Lord at that time. And I remember him sharing that with me time and time again. But he said the angel of the Lord actually came and fed him a bologna sandwich. And it actually happened. Hey, there's a walk. There's a place we can walk with the Lord. Amen. We can find ourselves in that walk with him where he will present himself strong to us. But we find here that this happened to Elijah. 
Amen. And you know, he kind of reminded me of some of us sometimes. <coughs> Excuse me. And he slept under a juniper tree, and the angel came and touched him. And he said, get up and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baked on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. He did eat and drink, and he laid down again. <laughs> he came back, sent the angel back, and he touched him again. The Bible says that he went into strength of that 40 days and nights. That's a long time to go into strength of a meal. Praise God. And then he came uh, to a cave, and he lodged there, the Bible says. And the word of the Lord came to him, and he said, what are you doing here? <laughs> he was still kind of hiding out, wasn't he? Anyway, he said, what are you doing here? And that's when he told him. He said, I'm the only one left, you know, and I'm Jaws for the sake of the Lord. And anyway, that's when the Lord spoke to him. He wasn't in the fire. wasn't in the wind. And uh, he wasn't in the earthquake. But the Lord spoke to him in a still, small voice. Sometimes we miss the voice of the Lord. Amen. Because he is speaking to us in our spirit by his spirit. Amen.